0: wow i could really use current i also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales i guess i'll just go to their website at current.tech
2: want to learn how to be an entrepreneur
3: you are dedicated and devoted To a life of developing new ideas and innovations. Willing to take calculated career risks, achieving independent wealth and success. Then you are ready to experience the entrepreneur effect. We'll highlight opportunities for entrepreneurs in digital marketing through interesting, practical, and thought-provoking interviews and monologues. Increase your income and be your own boss. By listening to The Entrepreneur Effect. Please welcome your host, a 25-year veteran in sales, management, and business
4: development, Dush Ramachandran. Hi, and welcome to Entrepreneur Effect. This is Dush Ramachandran, and our guest today is Dr. Mary Lemia. And she's the author of the new book, What Motivates Getting Things Done?, Procrastination, emotions, and success. And she's also um, uh, a professor at the Wright Institute in Berkeley, and is a practicing um, practicing uh, practitioner at uh, uh, in Marin County. So, welcome, uh, Mary.
1: Thank you for having me.
4: It's a pleasure. So, y- procrastination is an issue that a lot of us deal with, especially uh, entrepreneurs and business owners. Um, It seems as though we tend to put off the things that we don't want to do or things that are distasteful, um, but we get right to the things that we find enjoyable. Uh, Do you find that that is consistent with your research?
1: Actually, I believe procrastinators do not ignore tasks, but they do things differently. The divergent ways in which high achievers are motivated to complete tasks, and we might as well speak about high achievers because that's who I studied, and is based on when emotions are activated and what activates them. Procrastinators who complete tasks on time, even if it's at the last moment, are motivated by emotions that are activated when a deadline is imminent, and I call them Deadline driven. And in contrast, task driven people like me, when we are faced with uncompleted tasks, we feel compelled to take action right away. So we see something that's left undone and we feel, feel compelled to take action. We are constantly energized, which calls into question who is more stressed out? People who have all of this energy that's activated at a deadline are people who are continuously activated by their emotions like task-driven people so it's when when deadline-driven procrastinators reach a deadline for a project or an imposed deadline like they have an appointment they have to go to or they have to catch a flight they are often energized at that time to do other things The energy that emotions provide seem to push them into action. So they may not be focusing on the project initially. They may be focusing on all the other things they haven't gotten done. And they think they're distracted when, in fact, they're simply energized and able to complete a lot of tasks in a very short period of time. Now, this leads some procrastinators to have a strategy where they challenge themselves to complete a number of tasks within a 30-minute period or a two-hour period or whatever it is, uh, because that seems to activate their emotion. Deadlines.
4: Okay. So based on what you're saying, it would sound like... um, Procrastinators are not necessarily, or procrastination is not necessarily a bad habit, um, though we're generally made to feel that procrastination is not a very desirable trait. Um, that it is it is best that you, you know, get down to doing whatever you're you're supposed to do without procrastination, because then. Work expands to fill the time available, and so you can actually do a good job if you give yourself plenty of time, rather than procrastinating and doing everything at the last minute. Um, would that be would that be consistent with your research, or would you feel that that's Ab-
1: not? Absolutely. A good- Contrary to popular belief, procrastination does not interfere with success, and early action does not inevitably result in a favorable outcome. Procrastination should not be linked with failure. In fact, my research completely vindicates procrastinators. They are highly, highly effective in terms of getting things done. Now, procrastination is different than people who delay and fail. Often people who (laughs) fail will say, well, it's because I procrastinated that I I missed this deadline or didn't get something done or got a bad grade or didn't get my report out. And that is not the case. You know, people who, who fail and who feel defeated are subjected to a great deal of shame. Shame is an emotion that motivates us to save face. The excuse of being a procrastinator is often what's used when people fail. Procrastination is not their problem. There's another emotional issue going on they should attend to, but if it helps them save face, that's what they use.
4: Okay, <clears throat> so looking at it a different way, would it be um, would it be reasonable to say that somebody that wants to complete a task? but is by nature a procrastinator, should not necessarily feel bad about it. But at the same time, someone who is uh, constantly motivated to, to, to attend to their tasks uh, are not in a better position to complete their tasks on time. Is that, is that a fair statement?
1: That's right. And, and in fact, people who are compelled to complete tasks, the moment they see something that's not finished, often neglect their relationships and other things in their lives. There's a lot of stress that comes with being activated every time you see an uncompleted task. They don't think about things the way procrastinators do. Procrastinators seem to have an incredible working memory, the capacity to hold something in mind and let it marinate and not Fear that they're going to forget. Task-driven people tend to f- have a fear of forgetting or they have a fear of um, interference, like something will come along and interfere with them getting something done. So they have to do it right away. Those kinds of thoughts are based in the emotion of um, shame and anxiety. They're shame, anxiety, thoughts or cognitions associated with shame anxiety okay all
4: right that's uh, that's good thinking we're going to take a short break when we come back we'll continue our conversation with dr mary lemia please stay tuned we'll be right back
3: stay tuned for more of the entrepreneur effect when we return
2: Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality.
0: You
3: are experiencing the Entrepreneur Effect. Here's Dush Ramachandran,
4: and we're back. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect, and our guest today is Mary Lamia, who, who is the author of the new book What Motivates Getting Things Done: Procrastination, Emotions, and Success. So, Mary, you you know, in the in the segment before the break, we had talked about. Procrastination and why that's not necessarily an indicator of poor performance, and why your research shows that people who attend to a task as soon as they see it are not necessarily any better um, at completion or at success than people who procrastinate and put things off until the until the last minute, because they're activated by different um, different emotions. Um, But diving a little deeper, what what is it that causes procrastination in the first place?
1: What is it that causes procrastination? Well, um, that's a good question because my book is really about emotions and how they motivate us and how they motivate us in general and how they motivate us to get things done. Early in life, or at least what I found in all of the people I studied, early in life we develop a certain style of getting things done based on the activation of emotion and the emotional memories we accumulate that script our behavior and form our responses to things. Most procrastinators and task-driven people will tell you they had a certain style by the time they got into fourth grade. For example, if I ask the, ask the question, did, when you, when you were in fourth grade or fifth grade or seventh grade, did you come home and just want to go out and play and do your homework at the last minute, or did you feel like you had to do your homework right away to get it off your plate before you went out to play? Well, procrastinators across the board say, well, of course I went out to play first. And sometimes I did my homework on the bus or in the car on the way to school, whereas task-driven people felt compelled to get it done. And and it's emotion that creates our personality characteristics. Emotion is even behind certain beliefs we have, convictions, practices, that are linked with an ideology. So emotions determine who we become. Now, one of the things you said earlier you was alluding to the idea that you understood the stigma of procrastination. And there is a stigma, and it's very unfortunate. Procrastinators tend to hide. They've been shamed about how they feel, or guilted, or disparaged in some way. And that's unfortunate.
4: Well, you know, I think you make a good point. Um, yeah, I do. I do understand the stigma surrounding procrastination um, because I myself am a procrastinator.
1: Oh, um, I'm so happy! I envy you.
4: <laughs> this is because, uh, and when you were when you were describing the situation of uh, you know asking someone. Uh, what they did when they were in fourth grade or fifth grade, and when they uh, did their homework. Uh, I was certainly one of those kids who, when I came home, would, you know, drop off my uh, book bag or whatever it is, uh, probably have a glass of milk, and then go out and play with my friends. And I wouldn't come back home until perhaps, you know, probably get home from school around four o'clock or something and then go outside and play and then be back by about 6.30 or, 630 or 7 by the time it started to get dark and then I would wash up and do my homework. Um, so that's very consistent with my experience. And even today, um, I rarely if ever uh, miss a deadline. I'm, I've never missed a flight in my life Um, but when it relates to flights, for example, or for appointments, I don't like to arrive just in time.
1: Oh, you know what? You're my prototypical procrastinator. What is so interesting, and I have uh, this in one of the chapters of the book, is that the idea that somebody procrastinates makes us think that they're going to arrive late or just on time to appointments or to a flight. But what I found more often than not, that procrastinators like to arrive to appointments or or to catch a flight early because they are able to relax. People watch, read a magazine, just do whatever they do. Whereas task-driven people don't like to get places early because they see it waiting as a waste of time they could be doing something else they could be getting something else done
4: i've heard this so many times
1: and you know when we think about it we have made such judgment against procrastinators but you know the bottom line is is that we have all evolved with a motivational system where some emotions feel positive or rewarding and some feel negative or punishing. And all of those emotions motivate us in different ways depending upon the stimulus that triggers them. And again, procrastinators are often triggered by the stimulus of a deadline and task-driven people are activated by uncompleted tasks. But one important thing for people to remember is that classifying emotions as positive or negative has little to do with their value. It involves how they motivate us through the way they make us feel. So negative emotions like distress or fear or anger or disgust and shame motivate us to do something to avoid experiencing them or they urge us to behave in ways that will relieve their effects. You know, we're... We're motivated to do something based on our desire to turn on emotions that are positive or to turn off the negative ones. Some of this depends upon the stimulus itself and how it's activated, but basically, we all have the same system.
4: Okay, so that's that's helpful to know because um, you know I've always found it very strange that I'm almost paranoid about. Getting to meetings late or getting to appointments late. I hate to do that. I prefer to arrive five minutes early, you know, for a doctor's appointment, for example, or a dentist appointment, uh, I would prefer to arrive five minutes early, sit in the waiting room. For a flight, I would prefer to arrive, you know, well in time, perhaps... uh, Even forty-five minutes before the uh, before boarding, and sit there and I, just as you described, read a magazine, watch people, um, you know, catch up on email on my phone or whatever it is. But it is far less stressful for me to do that than to be you know in the car racing against traffic, <laughs> uh, worried about if I'm going to get there on time or if I'm going to miss my flight. I just hate that. So that's that's so very interesting that you say that it's it's very very uh, illuminating it's
1: counter it's counterintuitive you know uh the high achievers i studied both task driven and deadline driven but especially you deadline driven folks have a very high fear of failure a fear of failure is the cognition associated with shame anxiety it's the the feeling that Uh, something's going to happen or exposure is just around the corner and you have to to do something uh, in order to keep it from happening. So shame anxiety is probably the most motivating of emotion combinations because, as I said, people will do anything to save face. So it may cause you shame anxiety if you think you're going to be late to an appointment or you don't wanna miss a flight, or you don't wanna miss a deadline.
4: Yeah, that's exactly right.
1: But procrastinators don't miss deadlines. The high achievers I studied all said, the ones who are procrastinators, they never miss deadlines.
4: No, that's exactly right. Excellent, we'll continue our conversation after a short break. And we'll be back uh, to, to continue our chat with Dr. Mary Lemia. Stay tuned.
3: Stay tuned for more of the Entrepreneur Effect when we return.
1: Is your website hacked? Is
2: your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjorge, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjorgeDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's fjorge digital. Book lovers and hundreds of compelling contemporary authors are heading to Miami for the 34th annual Miami Book Fair, Friday, November 17th through Sunday, November 19th. See in person amazing authors, including Vice President Joe Biden, Senator Al Franken, Russell Banks, Michael Eric Dyson, Armistead Malpin, Angela J. Davis, Scott Turow, Walter Isaacson, and many more. The 34th Annual Miami Book Fair. For more information, visit miamibookfair.com. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana... You can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call one eight seven seven, join mpp
3: You are experiencing the Entrepreneur Effect. Here's Dush
4: Ramachandran. And we're back. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect. My guest today is Dr. Mary Lamia. And the 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 topic we're discussing is her book. What motivates getting things done? Procrastination, emotions, and success. So this has been a really interesting conversation, uh, Mary. Thank you so much for sharing. You,
1: you are that, totally vindicated.
4: <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> that. You make me feel quite a bit better than I did before. Um, so let's let's turn to in in the short while that we have. We have about. Uh, about five minutes. Um, in the short time that we have, let's turn our uh, sort of discussion to how this might benefit business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, so, for example, if you were managing a team of employees, um, of whom some were procrastinators, um, what what would you suggest would be the best way to manage and motivate procrastinators?
1: An emotionally intelligent manager would recognize that people have different motivational styles and they would help them understand one another because procrastinators in some way have different talents than deadline driven people. Deadline driven people like to do things ahead of time, but they often revise their work numerous times they revise and revise and revise, or they'll go back to something. So if you get an email from somebody that says, read this draft, and then you get another one two hours later that says, read this one instead, that's not from a procrastinator, it's from a task-driven person. So a manager might say, all of the task-driven people will work on these aspects of the project and then give them to the procrastinator near the deadline. The deadline-driven person near a deadline can put all kinds of things together, add their own bit, and get it out. You know, we see that as, as, again, as young as fourth grade in group projects. Task-driven kids tend to do everything ahead of time, and they think their procrastinating friends aren't getting it done. And they go to the teacher and complain about the group members who aren't doing things when in fact they've finished their part of the project. They don't understand that some people are deadline-driven. So it works the same in business. Understanding motivational styles, understanding how how emotions work and how they help us get things done is essential for teamwork.
4: Now, is there an element of um, perhaps thrill-seeking in in being deadline-driven?
1: Well, there have been some studies on that as though that's a bad thing. It's not thrill-seeking. It is just that the procrastinator, the deadline-driven procrastinator's efforts are so concentrated at the deadline that the emotion that is activated is so intense that it looks like they're thrill-seeking when they're in the zone or when they're just overly focused on a task because they are laser-focused and efficient. See, I couldn't do that. Only a procrastinator could do that. And and it is a thrill. Now, task-driven people sometimes feel that same kind of thrill when they're completing multiple tasks and they feel like they're really getting so much done and that they're in the zone they're often arrogant about it, about look at how much I did. Whereas a procrastinator might say, look at how much I did in a short period of time, because right. they don't revise. They do one draft, and it is perfect because they can hold things in working memory and organize it in their mind and put it out.
4: Excellent. Thank you so much. That's that's certainly very thought-provoking. So let's talk a little bit about your book now. Is it Has it been launched? Is its it, is it- ready for people to buy
1: yes it's it's on all the online booksellers it sold out in the first three weeks after it came out in july but it is now there's more copies available now on amazon barnes and noble and with the publisher roman and littlefield so i hope people will buy it and learn about their emotions and what motivates them to get things done
4: Wonderful. That's that's excellent. So the book is What Motivates Getting Things Done, Procrastination, Emotions, and Success by Dr. Mary Lemire. And the book is available wherever books are sold, Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and in the physical bookstores as well, I imagine.
1: Well, right now, that, that particular publisher keeps them online because they don't like distribution costs.
4: Okay. Very good. Well, so I'd strongly encourage our listeners to go get a copy of the book to see what motivates you and how you can work with, if you're a procrastinator, how you can find peace in your, uh, in your particular makeup and how you can work with and manage um, other procrastinators and people that uh, wait for deadlines to get things done. Mary, thank you so much for your time. It's a delight to have you on the show.
1: Thank you for having me.